Absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely night because I certainly did. As always, so much to get through, so little time. Thank you once again. If you missed the the exclusive world premiere of the new intro song, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, then don't worry. You're going to be well sick of it by the time we're through doing this little podcast. Thank you once again. Tip of the hat to the legendary Irrational Times. Absolute pleasure to be with you. Tonight's recommended drink, as always, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, cheap crackers, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Cheap Wine and Crackers podcast, the official Cheap Wine and Crackers podcast of 2020. So much to get through, so little time. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head over to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to tell me about your cheap wine and cracker lifestyle, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Wow. So, I woke up about, I don't know, an hour and 15 minutes ago. That's more like it. See, now we're we're in the groove here. Now we're in the groove. Mmm. Myself a can of smart juice, because why the fuck not? on this Tuesday night edition of the Daily Boogie. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, then you could do so by heading to dlive.tv slash boogiebumper or the link down below, streamlabs.com slash boogiebumper. Ladies and gentlemen, there is there is a number of ways we can go about this tonight. I don't know what vibe you're feeling. Yesterday was fun for me. I thought we had a good time. I thought we had a good show yesterday. It was a very good show. Mike, did you enjoy yesterday's show? Mike said it was a good show. We did great numbers, tremendous numbers. I, I, I think these are the best numbers that anybody has done at this particular time. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mike, did you know about the numbers? Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? I need to put my sounds back on. God, I'm always forgetting the sounds. There's a number of ways we can go about it. Um, what we are going to touch on tonight, though, is... I, I, last night while I was at work, I watched most of Donald Trump's press conference from yesterday because it was just flooding my timeline. Everyone was like, oh, you got to see it, you got to see it, you got to see it. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, you know, oh, he's, he's hitting the media and stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I watched it and yeah, okay. There was some bits that I enjoyed and stuff. There was some bits where I thought, eh. But then a particular moment arrived and like all of the stars aligned and the light from the heavens opened up and I was like, oh shit, this is exactly what we've been talking about. And there it is, right there in this press conference. And maybe other people caught it. I don't know. Whoa, there we go. Thank you for the diamond, Piper. She says, Gypsy stole the diamonds from me. There you go. Luckily, all of the police are busy rounding people up, protesting or sitting in their car quietly at church or... Not doing anything illegal. So nobody's coming for you. I see you in hell. 
So everybody was celebrating the uh, the attacks on the media and stuff. And then I came across this part and I don't think anybody picked up on it except for a couple of the boogers who sent me stuff. I was like, ah, oh, yes, the boogers are onto this shit. So we will get into that. You may be disappointed. You may be like, there goes Boogie Bumper again. But hear me out. Hear me out. We're not coming into this with, um, you know, baby blue virgin eyes here. We've been on this shit. We've been sticking to this topic like shit to a blanket for the last month and a half. So should be fun. Also got some interesting, weird and wonderful things from around the web. Thank you for coming. See you in here. Uh, the great JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, follow JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Uh, I missed, unfortunately, I missed Hardpocalypse Tuesday. I had the phone next to me while I was in bed. UK Neil, thank you for the diamond. Police wouldn't kick down doors. They wouldn't kick down doors, would they? Oh, don't be ridiculous. It's none of that. Yes, we covered we covered the door kicking yesterday. Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Our good friend Phil D'Angelo from New York State. Yeah, we covered the door kicking incident yesterday. And the guy treated the police officers, I think, with the appropriate level of respect. So unfortunately, I missed Hardpocalypse Tuesday earlier. I was waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. I think I crashed out about 10 minutes before he started, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to watch the replay in between the end of this show and the start of Nightwave at 10 p.m. So JJ sent me a link and he's like, (laughs) along with the line, sometimes you get a link and you just think of somebody and he saw this freak and he thought of me and I was touched. It was a beautiful moment. I said, thank you, JJ. That means so much. So we're going to have a look at what JJ Stoner sent us a little later on in the show. Before we get to any of that, though, ladies and gentlemen, I want to kick it off this way. Chris Cuomo, everybody's favorite non-bigot who wants your daughter to see adult penis in the male change room. Chris Cuomo openly Ring rants about hating his get job. Your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub winning TV. Chris Cuomo openly rants about hating his job. I don't think it's worth my time. Coronavirus quarantine may have gotten to Chris Cuomo's head. Well, he wouldn't be alone. Remember, we covered Cardi B yesterday. Yeah. Yo, what's you going to do out there with all them niggas? They're going to be like 30 niggas in a cubicle and shit. Like, I like to go to New York, see my family, but you don't know the like niggas on a plane and the pilots and they got a fucking virus next thing you know. Virus. And, you know, it's just so much because I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't be here eating cereal. I should be in a fucking restaurant eating sushi, motherfucker. So it's getting to everyone. Just because you're a celebrity, you got a lot of money, a big house to roam around in, doesn't mean you are immune from the meta effects of coronavirus. That being realizing how much you hate the people you live with. How much you just want to get the fuck out of the house. The CNN host has taken on a prominent role through the COVID-19 pandemic. I think he's the official COVID-19 reporter now. Live from the basement of Chris Cuomo. First by frequently interviewing New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. I wonder how he always gets that interview. Uh, Who happens to be his brother, just happens. And then by contracting the virus himself, but continuing to host his show regardless. He's so brave. He's a warrior. Cuomo has also continued to host his Sirius XM radio show, which is where he admitted Monday that he's not exactly thrilled with his career. 
Cuomo triggered his own rant Monday when telling his radio show guest, I don't want to spend my time doing things that I don't think that I don't that are valuable enough. That's the way it's written. Apologies to the English speakers in the audience. And when asked what he meant, Cuomo dived in. Well, I don't want to do professionally, I've decided. I don't like what I do professionally, i decided. Pardon me. He likes his radio show and some conversations, but, quote, I don't value indulging irrationally in... I don't value indulging irrationality and hyperpartisanship. I don't think it's worth my time. Let's have a little listen to baby brother Chris. Because I don't want to spend my time doing things that I don't think are valuable enough to me personally. Like what? Well, I don't like what I do professionally, I've decided. Um... I, I like either. doing this show. I like talking to you guys. But I don't value indulging irrationality, hyperpartisanship. I don't think it's worth my time. There's a subtext to this. Can I just put this out there? I thought this was fucking refreshing. I applauded. I like this. I like this Chris Cuomo. If Chris Cuomo can be like this all the time, I I don't even care if he's a Democrat. I don't care if he's a Republican. I don't care what his personal political views are. If he can be this all the time, I would be a fan. Even if he was like, Donald Trump's a piece of shit. I don't care. Just be honest. I'd always rather listen to, like in, in radio terms, in entertainment terms and stuff, I would always rather listen to somebody who's being honest, who fundamentally sees the world a different way, than somebody who's doing uh, pre-programmed talking points and basic bitch spin, right? Because that shit bores me to death. When somebody's being honest and they're like, well, I actually think communism is a great fucking idea. Here's why. I'm always interested. I'm like, please tell me more. (laughs) They wear a little badge. Socialism is a great idea. Ask me how. I will ask them. So this is very refreshing, but there's a subtext to what he's saying here. And he's trying to find, because remember, he's a trained lawyer, right? So he's very good at saying things a certain way to avoid putting yourself into corners, putting yourself into traps, right? Have a listen again to the subtext of what he's saying here. None undefined lemon, undefined lemon. Why do I have undefined lemons on the top of the fucking screen? (laughs) There's something wrong with the D-Live. The D-Live thing. Hang on. <laughs> this is very professional. I've just noticed that. Undefined lemons. Well, we can't have our lemons being undefined, surely. Let's have a look here. Let's try and refresh that again. No, that ain't doing it. Undefined lemons. Here we go. Let's try this one. Because I need the lemons to be defined. No. Tidy Labs is being a bitch, apparently, for some unknown reason. Oh, well. We'll get rid of that, shall we? So there is a subtext to what he's... DLive has been wonky since 5pm. Thank you, Victor. I had no idea. I had no idea. Hey, you don't get to, you don't get to define those limits. Everybody keep track of your own total. That's the way we're going to move forward with this. 
There you go. Lou Frigno, put him down for 10. <laughs> Somebody needs to be a bookkeeper now. So there's a subtext to what he's saying here, but he's using using his, you know, lawyer acumen to find the best possible way to say it. Have a listen again to what he's saying. Indulging value. Indulging irrationality. Hyperpartisanship. I don't think it's worth my time. Indulging irrationality and hyperpartisanship. The translation to that is allowing politicians of a certain ilk to just say things even though you know it's clearly illogical and wrong and allowing politicians and media people on your program to express clearly false, clearly ridiculous, push clearly hyper-partisan talking points and just being kind of like a puppet and being being forced to indulge it like... It's not the fact that he he didn't say I want to engage in it. He said indulge in it. It's a it's a different emotional context for mine. For me, it's like he's more of a passenger because he's indulging them. He's not he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. I find that so refreshing, finally. And I don't want some jackass loser <laughs> fat tire biker um, to be able to pull over. Uh, and get in my face and in my space and talk bullshit to me. Hey, Fredo, huh? Huh? You don't like being called Fredo, huh? Huh? You fucking, you fucking piece of shit over here, huh? So what? What's the matter, huh? You don't like being talked to, you don't like being talked to this way anymore? You motherfuck, huh? I don't want to hear it. And just like you would, right? You, you're not going to tolerate that, I agree that, with right? him. Some cat just basically pulls up in the driveway next to yours. And starts getting in your face about stuff. How how's that gonna go? How's that gonna go? Right? That matters to me more than making millions of dollars a year. This is his Jerry Maguire moment. He's been locked in the basement for a week or two, two weeks maybe, two and a half weeks, and he's now having his Jerry Maguire moment. He's come up with a mission statement. I don't like what I do. I don't like the way my business operates. As soon as he's cleared from Corona Chan, he's going to march straight into the head office of CNN and he's going to put that mission statement in everybody's pigeonhole. And then by 5pm, he's going to be getting marched out with a goldfish in a bag. He's going to be saying, I helped build this place. You can't kick me out. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? I'm going to start chriscuomomedia.com. And we're going to do things a different way. Don't worry. I'm not going to flip out or anything like that. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the new Chris Cuomo hitting the airways. It's like I said, just be honest. And if he's going to start calling people little bitches and stuff, well, you know, welcome to the internet. Chris Cuomo, ladies and gentlemen. As always, everything we refer to tonight will be in the show notes. Who's coming with me? I need to bring you this and tip of the hat to ROTC because like I said, I woke up like an hour and 20 minutes ago. Um, I usually get up a couple of hours before the show to start prepping stuff. So I, I woke up and I flicked the phone on and the first tweet I saw on Twitter was Dayman Royce Lopez retweeting uh, a screen grab from the Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina Police Department <laughs> saying protesting is a non-essential activity. 
<laughs> we joked about this fucking taking place on this show like a month ago, remember? Oh, we're just going to go out and protest the new social distancing laws. What? It's illegal now. Ah oh, man. Ah oh, man. Attention, citizens. Do not leave your homes. There is... You cannot protest. Protesting is now illegal. <laughs> and fuck me dead if I'm lying. We wake up today and they are enforcing this illegal, legal, legally, illegally, legal protocol. It's like we're living... It's like we're living in a fairy tale. Except at the end, Snow White gets raped by the dwarves and beheaded. Like there's no happy, there's no prince coming to save you. Nobody's going to come around. There is no toad to kiss. There is no happy ending here. There is no big sparkly wedding. No, no. The heroine gets raped by the dwarves and beheaded. Arrest made as protesters call for North Carolina businesses to reopen. How dare they? These dangerous people are putting lives at risk. A group of demonstrators are outside the General Assembly in downtown Raleigh Tuesday morning calling for businesses to reopen amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Some uh, did I mix up my fairy tales by the way? Which one was Snow White and yeah, it was the Seven Dwarfs, wasn't it? She got what she deserved if you ask me. If you're going to live in one of those, if you're going to live in a Unabomber style hut in the middle of the woods with seven unknown dwarves, then I mean you're fucking asking for trouble really. Summer, who are these people? Did you do any background checks? Jesus Christ. One of them's drunk literally all the time. It's his name. What did you think was going to happen? Dopey? <laughs> probably got a whole probably got a whole bedside drawer full of roofies, that guy. Taking a lot of fucking oxy. Just because he's half asleep doesn't mean he's not dangerous. Some are holding signs that say reopen NC while other while another has a sign that reads freedom is not free. Freedom isn't free. It costs folks like you and me. <laughs> it's it's always amusing to me when uh the creators of South Park, the guys who did Team America World Police, now their little catchphrases are starting to leak into real life. Life is imitating art. Another sign with hashtag reopen NC, hashtag tyranny. You can't put hashtags don't work on protest signs. It's kind of just a Twitter thing. It's kind of a social media thing. Like you can't make a, a, a protest sign that you make at home go viral with a hashtag. It's really pointless. Fucking boomers who put hashtags in front of everything. Bumper stickers with hashtags on it. It's I, I can't share this. Raleigh police were on scene telling the demonstrators that they were in violation of the executive order. Many went to the vehicles where they blared their car horns non-stop, disturbing the peace, if you ask me. Some began to drive around the block while laying on their car horns. So let's have a little look here. There's a couple of tweets here. Ah, Sorry about that. It sounds like an Antifa protest, doesn't it? Uh, this is the one that I really wanted to show you, though. This is utterly fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. By gathering here, you are in violation of the executive order. 
I've said this before, and whenever I say this, people who don't really understand the show and don't understand what we do here always take this the wrong way. We call those people idiots, just so you know. But I've said this before. Of course, there are good police and bad police, right? But people don't. Fu- people fundamentally understand the reason why police exist. And I'm talking like the institution of policing. Why is it a thing? Why does it even exist in the first place? People think the police exist to protect them from criminals. That's not true. Fundamentally, philosophically, that's not true. That's not why they're there. Police exist to protect the government from you. They're policing you, right? They're keeping you from doing things. They're not protecting you. That's a that's spin. That's propaganda. That's a selling point. They are policing you. They are keeping you in a certain frame of acceptable behaviours. So the police exist to protect the government from you. In a societal breakdown kind of situation, just say, perish the thought it should ever happen, but just say somewhere down the track it may. The police are not going to be cruising up and down your street looking for criminals. If people are going hungry, if people can't find work, if people are rioting in the streets, they're not going to be protecting you from the rioters. The police will be protecting, they'll be guarding the governor's mansion. And you can point to any kind of similar situation in human history. It's always been the case. They guard the castle, they guard the lords, they guard the king, they guard the governor. They don't guard your house. That's not why they're there. So it's always amusing to me when people come out and say, oh, the police will never enforce this law. We've got a lot of, we got a lot of patriots in the police force. They ain't going to enforce this. No, they will. They will. They will do what they're told because that's what they are there to do. And if everybody else, just say in the future sometime, everybody else was out of work, everybody else was struggling to feed themselves, they're getting a paycheck. They're getting fed. They will do what the governor tells them. They will do what uh, their superiors tell them to do because they will believe that they are keeping the peace because they exist philosophically to protect the government from you, not to protect you from criminals. And of course, like, there's always going to be a few that say, I can't do this, blah, 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 and they're going to step out of line. No problem. But exceptions to trends do not invalidate trends. So here you have, ladies and gentlemen, and can we please put to rest now this myth that we've been battling on this last couple of weeks of this show? Because... When we said shit like this was going to happen, people laughed and said, that's ridiculous, it's not going to happen. It'll never happen here, right? And now that it is happening, people have been using the line, oh, yeah, but that's only happening in blue states, so that that doesn't count. That's happening in blue states, man. You don't get it. So this is in North Carolina, so it's not a blue state. So can we put that to rest now, please, or are we we just going to continue... 
rationalizing and making excuses like people do in my country with the way the police are acting down here. Are we just going to continue making excuses until we wake up one day and we are literally locked in our own fucking homes? And nobody say, like, pick up a gun and go and shoot people and stuff because that would be dumb. But at least don't just stand there and fucking applaud it. At least don't do that. At least. So have a listen again to what the fine boy in blue from North Carolina in Raleigh is telling the people who are flouting the new rules, the new normal, the new laws. By gathering here, you are in violation of the executive order. You are in violation of an executive order. Okay. This large gathering is also a public health violation. Okay. So at this See, people are saying, oh, but North Carolina has a Democrat governor, though. Again, you're missing the point. It's a red state, right? And it's full of red-blooded Americans and patriots and Republicans and Trump support, MAGA supporters and whatnot. It's happening there. It's happening in a red state. See, people are trying to say it doesn't happen in red states. It doesn't happen in the states where people like wave flags and sing the anthem and fucking love, love their guns and love the Second Amendment. Bullshit. It's happening in a red state. It doesn't matter if like one politician is, oh, he's a Democrat, therefore that's why it's happening. No, no, it happens because people let it happen. That's the point. And people keep falling back on this idea that, oh, well, these people over here, they won't ever let it happen. And these people over here, they will let it happen. But our guys are different to those guys. Bullshit. It happens there. I'm going to ask you all to disperse. I'm going to ask you all to leave the city sidewalk. I'm going to ask you all to leave the parking lot. If you all leave... No harm, no foul. If you fail to leave, if you do not disperse, you will be subject to a physical arrest. (laughs) If you do not disperse, you will be subject to a physical arrest, ladies and gentlemen. This protest is illegal. Never mind the dystopian future. That's we're in the dystopian future. Just have to break this out one more time. <laughs> Just for fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for everybody's new favourite game show. Live from the D-Live studios with your host, Boogie Bumper. Soviet Russia, come on down. Come on, Soviet Russia. Communist China, come on down. Come on down, Communist China. There you go. Follow the drone. And Raleigh, North Carolina. Come on down! You're the next contestant on It Will Never Happen Here! Ah. I gather you here. You are in violation of the executive <clears throat> order. Okay? This large gathering is also a public health violation. Oh, okay? that's, that's probably my favourite line. This public gathering 
is also a health violation. <clears throat> Thank you for the diamond, Ambelina. She's a big fan of It'll Never Happen Here. Never misses an episode. <laughs> Who wants to be on Never Happen Here? <clears throat> Thank you for the diamond winning TV. It's the game show that nobody wants to be on. It's the game show that nobody has a choice whether they're on it or not. Once they call your name, once they call your city, once they call your country, somebody in a uniform puts a rifle in your back and says, you get down on that fucking stage. You're playing this game. (laughs) But I don't want to play. It'll never happen here. Too bad. Sitting in the audience is a health violation. You get your ass down there. A health violation. Who knew that there was such a thing? Only only chance of retribution comes after society returns to normal. Well, I've got good news for you. This is where shit starts getting real, ladies and gentlemen. You are absolutely going to love this story. Don't worry, it's in Australia, so it'll never happen there. (laughs) We'll get to this. Have a look at this. This was sent through by friend of the show, The Voice of Reason, Adam J. Follow on Twitter, at Ted Dabrowski. Old Man Rasta, thank you for the diamond, says, I want to get off the Corona Chan's wild ride. No, you're stuck here. You're on it now, son. We're seeing this through all the way to the end. Why hasn't he stated the law being broken? Because I suspect he can't (laughs) because it's probably not a law. You are violating health guidelines. I didn't even know that was a thing. Doesn't matter. Lock them up. We did the story yesterday from Australia. They've handed out... In my state alone, they've handed out $215,000 worth of fines over a weekend for people flouting social distancing rules, and only now are they asking, hmm, will this hold up in court? (laughs) Uh, Sir, shouldn't we check if the fines are legally binding before we hand them out? Get out of here. Get Johnson out of here. Listen to this fucking lunatic. No, no, we hand out the fines first. Then we decide whether or not we're allowed to do it. <clears throat> oh, Kitty Razor in the chat. I didn't know we were all sick. Well done. <laughs> Have a listen to this story sent through by Ted Dabrowski. Coronavirus lockdown. Don't worry. You'll get your freedom back. It will, it will only cost you your freedom. <laughs> Contact tracing app could be key to ending lockdown. Oh, this, this is just... Oh. This gives me a nice police state erection. An erection with a bulletproof vest on it. An app that could alert users when they have been close to a confirmed case of coronavirus is in development and could be the key to ending life in lockdown. What? What, I hear you ask? Good question. The Morrison government is exploring the possibility... <clears throat> I can't believe this. Actually, I can. <laughs> it's it's one thing... Uh, saying that this could happen. It's another thing reading it. Do we change our anthem? It's hypocritical now. Ben K. Veritas in the chat. Yes, probably. Change it to Macho Man, if you want my advice. Thank you for coming. coming. See you now. It's one thing postulating on the possibility that this could happen. Now it's a totally different vibe actually reading it happening right in front of you. The Morrison government is exploring the possibility of loosening restrictions on public movement. Yay! This is a compliment sandwich style article. And tracking citizens via a smartphone app. Yay! What? What? 
Oh. <clears throat> the contract the contact tracing app, which Australians would opt into on a voluntary basis. <laughs> Don't worry, it's going to be optional. Optional. Of course, the option, I suspect, will be something along the lines of you can opt into this this smartphone app to trace your movements or you're not allowed outside. The choice is yours. You can either opt into the tracking service or be locked in a cave, whatever you want to do. But just remember, you have a choice here. (laughs) It's going to be optional, guys. Don't worry about it. It would be modelled on similar apps already being used in Singapore and in development in the UK. This is this is the fucking part for me. We covered on this show over a month ago this tech being used in China. We were laughing about it. We were saying, look at what the Chinese are doing. Holy shit, this is police state stuff. Because you, you're going to see a lot of the same kind of talking points now spreading out in the United States based on what I'm going to show you from the press conference yesterday. Donald Trump, when everybody was more concerned with, oh my God, look how he's attacking the media. Everybody looked over this. But when all of these articles that we look at, not one of them says that this tech actually started in China. Nobody. Oh, the UK is doing it. Singapore's doing it. More agreeable nations, right? Nobody wants to say, actually, this was a Chinese thing. Why would that be the case? Why wouldn't they want to tell us that this whole idea started in fucking China? Hmm? I guess it's just a coincidence that we're now adopting Chinese-style surveillance through smartphone apps, ladies and gentlemen. I guess it's just a coincidence. Don't worry about what China's doing. Singapore's doing it. The UK's doing it. Australia's doing it. It's fine. Robbie don't care in the chat for a diamond. Bucket well. The app allows authorities to trace contact between persons infected with coronavirus and the wider community to stop the spread of new infections sooner. Happy fucking days. It would be uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison on Tuesday said tracing the movement of Australians is something we need to get better at. (laughs) It's all over, folks. It's all over. It's not something we need to have a discussion about. It's not something that we need to figure out. It's not something that we should try not to do. No, no, no. Tracing the movements of Australians is something that we're not doing well enough. We need to be better at it. (laughs) Just openly fucking telling you. (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Listen to the deal. This sounds, wow, this sounds like a pretty good deal. In order to ease the sort of restrictions we've seen in place now, this is the Prime Minister, which have only been, frankly, a couple of weeks, to do that, we need a greater health capacity to be able to respond to these sorts of outbreaks and respond very effectively, he told Sky News. We need a greater degree of tracing capability for contacts. And that can happen much more quickly than it does now and a testing regime that is much more universal so we can get onto the outbreaks very quickly when they respond. Thank you for coming. 
I see you in hell. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, the secret sauce to ending the coronavirus lockdown from the words of our very own Prime Minister, I remind you, a conservative Prime Minister. It's part of the reason why, like, you know, I've spent the last sort of 12 months and stuff trying to break people out of the whole fucking left, right, my team, your team, shit. A conservative Prime Minister, ladies and gentlemen, is... (laughs) But conservatives care about our freedoms, do they? Do they? Say it again. Tell me again. The, The thrill of politicians rubbing the inner thigh of authoritarianism, I don't think is an ideological divide at all. I think they're doing it on all sides. You are under attack from all sides. And again, if you are, you know, one of these whacked out crazy people that thinks you have individual rights and freedoms that should be protected, ladies and gentlemen, you are in a teeny tiny little minority. You are an island in an ocean of fools who are cheering, marching, standing hand in hand, begging for governments to take their freedoms away in exchange for the perception of protection. That is the protection meme 101. So to boil it all down, here's the deal. (laughs) We're going to give you your freedom back, meaning we're going to stop locking you up for doing nothing except walking around outside your own home. We're going to stop issuing fines to people for doing nothing except walking around outside of their own home in exchange for tracking your everyday movements constantly via a smartphone app that we are developing here in the government. That way, we don't need to police you. You'll be policing yourselves. Isn't it wonderful, huh? Isn't it fucking great? Don't worry, it'll never happen there. This is only the kind of thing that happens in crazy countries like Australia. You know why? Because you stupid foreigners, you gave your guns away. If they ever tried that shit on us, we'd be marching on DC. I'll tell you what. Ding! That'll never happen here. This was sent through by Woodchip TV, supporter of the show. Coronavirus Today, data company gives Wayne County a D- on social distancing scorecard. Where is Wayne County, you ask? It ain't in Australia. Richmond, Indiana. Health officials at all levels of government have begun expressing optimism that stay-at-home orders and social distancing are having an effect in slowing the spread of the novel coronavirus outbreak. But a tool developed by one data company is giving harsh grades to Indiana as a whole and Wayne County in particular when it comes to how well local residents are abiding by those guidelines. But Boogie, how how do they even know if the people are abiding by the guidelines or not? How are they getting that kind of information? That would be highly unconstitutional. There would be some kind of privacy concerns. We aren't going to put up with that. That sounds like Big Brother. <laughs> well, you got, you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, and you got Amazon. Google is MAGA. Unicast collects cell phone data, location data, and uses that information to produce reports for the retail, real estate, marketing, and tourism industries. The company gets its data from third-party sources, including mobile apps. We love our third-party sources here on the show. Last month, Unicast launched its social distancing scoreboard, 
an interactive map that gives grades to every state and county in the country based on how well residents are practicing social distancing as suggested by the data the company collects. Isn't this fantastic, ladies and gentlemen? Big tech has got your back. Big data is looking out for you. Big data is protecting you. <laughs> Remember back in 2015, 2016, it was like, we can't, we can't trust big data. We can't trust these tech companies. Who knows what kind of moral code they're running by. They're making up their own rules. They've got too much power. They're censoring people. They're destroying the internet. We can't trust them. Enter Corona Chan and then all of a sudden it's like, and thank God Google is tracking everybody's movements because otherwise I wouldn't know how well my county is doing in the social distancing scoreboard. <laughs> we fucking deserve this. Let's play this. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, from the press conference yesterday, like I said, I watched I watched most of it last night. And there was bits where I laughed and I thought, ha, ah, that's classic Trump, you know, giving the uh, middle finger to the press. Giving them what for. There was other parts where I thought like, oh, this, this is a bit, you know, this seems a bit desperate for mine. But what are you going to do? He is who he is. He, that's just the way he is. So whatever. Um... But then I was, I kept watching, kept watching, and this question popped up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" My ears pricked up, like a dog hearing a cat wandering across the backyard. You know what I mean? I shot up in my seat. I was like, "Hang on, what? 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 Let's have a look." Uh, sir, on the contact tracing that Google and Apple are doing, so different subject on the contact. No, no, this is this is the Google and Apple. I don't know if it's a partnership or what, but they're working on some. They're working on. Come back to us, Daddy Trump. Come on back. Come on back. More than one element. They're working on a couple of different things. Good. Google and Apple. Google is also working on something, as you know, having to do with testing. You got Microsoft. You got Apple. You got Google. You got Amazon. That's MAGA. It looks like MAGA to me. I believe they're doing that in a singular fashion. So my question is not about the drive-through testing website. Not that. Okay. On, on Google and Apple's contact tracing, yeah. that they want to, yeah. um, they've got this process now where they can put, you know, contact tracing on yeah. your phone. If you opt in, you can be alerted if you've been That's in right. contact with someone with the coronavirus. Do it's you? It's optional. How do you feel about well, that? Well, it's an amazing thing, but a lot of people have some very big constitutional problems with it. You know that. Uh, it's an amazing thing, and it would be actually, as you know, other countries are thinking about using something similar, but not as good. Other countries. <laughs> to give him credit, he is at least acknowledging the fact that there are a whole bunch of people who are out there going, "No, no, 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 no." He's at least, you know, tipping the hat to the existence of people who say, eh, I don't think this is constitutional, right? But on the other hand, well, it's a very good thing, very big thing. You know, there's a, <laughs> you know, you know, there's a whole bunch of countries out there that are uh, pissing their their population's freedoms away by tracking their everyday movements with these with this smartphone app, but we're going to do it 10 times. It's going to be bigger and better than everybody else's. <laughs> We're going to be able to know if you're sitting down or standing up or taking a shit. 
We're going to be tracking so much better than everybody else. Just fucking made me laugh. <laughs> always got to be the best, don't you, Donald? You always have to be number one, don't you, huh? You know that. Uh- how, how, how about in the, you know, the tracking the, the fucking population's movements game, how about you come last in that? How about we come last, all of us? Let's just leave that shit to China. Don't worry. I'm going to show you where this comes from. Uh, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Great thing. Big thing. Would be, actually, as you know, other countries are thinking. <laughs> Robbie Don't Care says we're going to be so tired of winning. And yes, they'll be able to know when you're so tired of winning because they'll be able to see on the data if you've been in bed too long. Because Robbie Don't Care has been in bed for three days. He must be really tired of winning. He doesn't even have the energy to go to work anymore. <laughs> We're going to be tracking the shit out of these people. We're going to do it so much better than China does. Fuck China. China doesn't even have Google. They don't have MAGA. They don't have MAGA companies like Google and Amazon and Microsoft. Thinking about using something similar, but not as good. Not as, not as good as that. Uh, I hear Singapore is. Singapore is. No, Singapore had a little bit of a setback because they had... Again, again with the Singapore. Why is it that politicians in the West and media outlets in the West. This is uniform, by the way, left and right. Left-wing politicians and right-wing politicians are refusing to acknowledge that this, this tech, this idea starts in China. That's where it came from. No, no, no. I hear Singapore is using it. I just read the, the quote from the Australian publication, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Singapore and the UK is doing it. They are all screwing you. They are all lying by omission. And he doesn't get he doesn't get a pass either just because he fucking burned the media for the rest of the press conference. He's doing it too, whether you like it or not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You may now call me an anti-Trump, anti-American foreign piece of shit who doesn't know what he's talking about. My, please be my guest. But they're all doing it. Well, Singapore is doing it, and I hear that's a... It's not as good as what we're going to do. No, no, no. It started in China, sir. Nobody's saying it. Why is that? Why would that be the case? Why do you think? Why would the left and the right politicians and the corporate media all be in lockstep united in their push to make sure that you don't know this fucking idea starts in China? Why would that be the case? Got a... They had a, a break, you know that, and but they'll take care of it. I know. Take care of it. I know the folks in Singapore. They're doing a great job and great job, tremendous job. And, uh, they're going to put it back very quickly. But Singapore and other countries are looking at other things, and some countries are doing other things. Other countries. China goes into the column of other countries now. Would you prefer that Americans use some? Well, other I don't want to get into that because we have a whole constitutional thing. We have more. It's a constant. <laughs> But what about the Americans, sir? Well, I don't want to get into that. There's a constitutional thing. (laughs) You know, it's not filling me with confidence. If I was a constitutional, you know, uh, you know, patriot fucking American, that would not be filling me with confidence. I would want to hear him come out and say, no, absolutely not. We can't do it because it violates privacy. Done. End of fucking discussion. No, instead... Well, countries are doing great things. I hear Singapore is doing great things. They're going to get that done. But you know what? We're going to do it 10 times better. But I'm not going to tell you the details of how we're going to do it because, you know, there's some people out there who have some crazy people who have this whole constitutional thing 
They're hung up on this fucking, you're hung up of it on a document from hundreds of years ago, man. That doesn't, that doesn't fill me with confidence. More of a constitutional problem than a mechanical problem. We have more of a constitution. It's a problem. The constitution is a problem. Hmm. Want to hear it again? Want to hear it one more time? Things and some countries are doing other things. Prefer that Americans use some. Well, I don't want to get into that because we have a whole constitutional thing. We have more of a constitutional problem than a mechanical problem. The problem, the reason we're not doing it, is the problem of the constitution, not the problem of the gear. Like the gear is solid, the software is fucking great. Thank you for coming. I see you in here. The software is flawless. Can't can't beat the software. Great software. Google is doing tremendous work. You know, Google is MAGA. So we have this constitutional problem. Problematic little words on a paper. But we will be making a determination on that. That's something we're going oh. to be discussing with a oh. lot of people over the next four weeks. We're going to make a determination on whether or not it's a real serious problem or not. <laughs> we're going to decide how much of a fucking problem this constitution is. Don't worry about it. That would be a very accurate way of doing it, but a lot of people have a problem with it. Yep. A lot of people have a problem with it. Well, NoobTech, let's let's jump to NoobTech's uh, point there. We got the software from Israel. Don't worry, brother. We are in tune here on this program. Welcome to... Thank you for joining us. You're on the Daily Boogie. Shin bet tracking. Police checkups. Pandemic spurs rise of Israel's big coronavirus brother. Your, your, your greatest ally, huh? Thanks to the coronavirus, more and more government bodies, this is from Haretz, more and more government bodies and private groups are tracking where Israelis are and what they are doing. A person gets a text message alerting of close contact with a person known to have the coronavirus at a certain date and time. They check and know the information to be erroneous. They were either at home or somewhere far from the alleged carrier or the neighbour in the next apartment is a confirmed case. Oh, that's what you want, isn't it? Text messages saying that your neighbour is infected. Oh. <laughs> What if uh, you can always, you know, you can always trust big data and big government to get these kinds of things right. You can always trust them to get it right. And of course, if you were, say, incorrectly cast as the new modern day leper, that being somebody who is carrying the coronavirus and all of the people surrounding you, your neighbours, your friends, your family, if they all got text messages saying, avoid Boogie Bumper, Boogie Bumper is a carrier, do not mix with him, do not talk to him, do not go to his house, I'm sure that you would have a right to appeal that, right? <laughs> I'm sure you would just put in like some kind of uh, action statement to the relevant authority. Hi, sorry, I don't actually have coronavirus. That's all right. We'll get back to you in 14 days. In the meantime, just quarantine. <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> Please send an email with your doctor's certificate attached. And in two weeks, somebody will get back to you. But in the meantime, just stay home. Do not drink his beer. Well, that I'm, um, that I'm in favor of. Never, ever drink my beer. 
or the neighbour in the next apartment is a confirmed case, or someone put food at the door of an infected person's apartment, but they never had any direct contact with each other. In instances like these, the recipient of the warning calls the health minister, the ministry hotline, and is told, we have no way of confirming the report, so you must go into quarantine. The Shin Bet Security Service doesn't make mistakes. The callers are told, and that's the end of the matter. Oh, my Lord. We don't make mistakes here. We have information, and our information is always solid. What are you trying to start some kind of a pickle for? You know, our information is always very good. What are you, some kind of doomsdayer? Are you some kind of white supremacist? You think that we don't have the best information? Of course, we have all of the information. We don't make mistakes, sir. Thus, without any right of appeal, thousand. What? I can't even send an email? What's going on? I thought I could send an email, damn it! Thus, without any right of appeal, thousands of Israelis have been wrongly ordered into quarantine. This is all going really well. Don't you think everything is tracking just the way it should? <laughs> Thousands of Israelis have been wrongly ordered into quarantine. For many, it means no longer earning a salary or caring for their children or elderly parents. Thanks to the coronavirus pandemic, a monitoring revolution has taken place in less than a month. What are the odds? That has sidelined our right to privacy. Millions of Israelis are now subject to the same Shin Bet-style monitoring once reserved once reserved for mainly terrorist suspects. You're all terrorists now. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. If you remember a little over a month ago, that's never going to happen here, Piper Ohio in the chat. <laughs> That'll never happen here, guys. <laughs> Israel, come on now! <laughs> well, I hear other countries are doing it, like Singapore. Uh, and there's other countries other countries are having, but they're having problems. Don't worry, our tracking is going to be so much better. Our tracking is going to be 10 times better. You, we, you, we have some of the best companies here. We have Google, we have Amazon, we have Apple. I hear they're doing great things, tremendous things. And our tracking is going to be so much better. Uh, don't worry, but we, you know, but there's, there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a constitutional problem. There's not a problem with the software, but there is a constitutional problem. But we're going to make a determination on that. We're going to decide. So don't worry about it. I'm not going to talk about it now. I don't think it's important. Here, here's what Maggie Heberman said in the New York Times last week <laughs> when she called me an asshole. <laughs> Let's dedicate half an hour to that instead. <laughs> Just that line there, the Shin Bet style monitoring once reserved for mainly terror suspects. We did the story on this show over a month ago, the spy planes in Baltimore. And it's, it's when you bring this up to people, they look at you like you are a fucking lunatic. Anybody, just look up the news. Bring up the story yourself. Right now in Baltimore, the company that was hired. 
Thank you for the diamond pipe, Ohio. If it happens here, my life won't change. <laughs> the company that was hired to fly spy planes over villages in Iraq during the Gulf War, right? The, literally the same fucking company that was looking for terrorists in Iraq flying spy planes over the tops of these villages 24 hours a day now literally has a contract to fly spy planes, the same spy planes, over the city of Baltimore 24 hours a day. I shit you not. To track people's movements. And when asked on this interview, we played the fucking clip on this show. When asked on this interview, the guy who runs the company (laughs) laughed it off. So we're helping law enforcement. And then when the when the people of Baltimore were polled, do you want spy planes flying over the top of your head 24 hours a day, seven days a week? 70% of the respondents, ladies and gentlemen, said yes. We want them. Yes. 70%. We want the fucking spy planes. We want to be treated like terrorists in a city-wide prison. That's what we want. Please protect us. 70%. It'll never happen here. Unreal, huh? Others have also joined this. You know what? Everything we refer to today will be in the show notes, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring this up because... Like I said, everybody's avoiding the big. Everybody's avoiding the ten thousand pound gorilla, gorilla sitting in the corner of the room, pretending like it's not there. Oh well, you know the UK's doing this and Australia's doing this, and uh, I hear they've got a similar thing in Singapore. Do you know how we know it started in China? Because we played the fucking clip on this show. Have a look. This is the clip we play. <laughs> it starts in China, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that. Republicans and Democrats, politicians left and right in the Australia, in Australia and the UK and the United States, media outlets, ladies and gentlemen, on the left and the right are all ignoring the fact that this tech and this idea and this social tracking system starts in China. Oh, no, Singapore. Oh, no, 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 no. UK. Oh, no, no, no. They're doing it in Germany. Oh, no, no, It's happening in Korea. They're all pretending like China didn't fucking start it. And that should be enough to make you ask questions. And if you're not asking questions now at this point, then you are fucking lost. If that isn't enough to make you say to your preferred politician, whatever side they're on, I don't care if it's fucking Che Guevara or Donald Trump, whichever you prefer, if that isn't enough, Uh, Excuse me, sir. Why are we using the exact same kind of surveillance tech that they're using in fucking China? If that isn't enough to make you ask that question, then you are nothing but a brain-dead, mindless sheep with a blindfold on being led to the fucking slaughter. Cheering all the way. Yay! My guy's good guy. My guy's good guy. Your guy's bad guy. My guy does good thing. Your guy does bad thing. That's where you are in history if you can't at least acknowledge the lie by omission that's being put in front of you. Sorry. 
Let's have a look. Let's see where this. See what, see what great things they're doing with this fucking the technology. The worst is over. At least that's what the Chinese authorities hope. Today, President Xi Jinping visited Wuhan, where the coronavirus was first detected and where the number of new cases has dramatically declined. Emergency hospitals are being decommissioned now, but physical contact is still discouraged. You all wear protective suits and masks, so I can't see your real faces, but in my heart, you are the most lovely people. Therefore, on behalf... <laughs> to be fair... At least the, China the Central Committee of the Communist Party of China, I would like to express my sincere condolences. You all wear protective suits and masks, so I can't see your real faces. But At least they're not dancing, huh? <laughs> no, in China, they take this shit seriously. <laughs> like soldiers. Should we sing a little song or do a little dance? No. You want to go to prison? Shut the fuck up. In my heart, you are the most lovely people. Therefore, on behalf of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of China, I would like to express my... Von Bilverhausen in the chat. Our dystopian society will be better, much better than the Chinese dystopian society. Our dystopia will redefine what dystopian means. <laughs> sincere condolences and pay high respect to you. Patients are being discharged. According to the WHO, China's aggressive response has success. The forcible lockdown of 50 million people and a restriction on social gatherings countrywide will be lifted. If anybody else notice how we're doing all the exact same things China does now, all of a sudden, just like that? Anybody see that fucking similarity? But what about... Don't worry, that's only happening in China. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> the Raleigh fucking... The Raleigh, North Carolina Police Department putting on Twitter, Pro <laughs> protest is not... Protest is not... Uh, <laughs> it's not a fucking... What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Protesting is not essential action. You do not. You do not need to protest. Do not worry about protest. Protest is for uh, protest is for feminists and hippies. China is MAGA. Lou Ferrigno in the chat. <laughs> you do not need protest. You go home. Oh, the doctors! You are very brave. We put fifty million people into lockdown. We have so we have social monitoring technology. We're just copying what China does. When the when the hell did that happen? And why are people cheering for it? Wait, we wait, we want to be like China now? What the fuck is going on here? Shut up! <laughs> Raleigh is asshole. <laughs> I mean I mean it's I know I'm joking here, but it's like we could do so much better than China. <laughs> We should just start shooting people on the street. China hasn't even started doing that yet. I want to beat China. We're going to beat China. We're going to show China who's the fucking boss when it comes to lockdowns and tracking citizens, okay? <laughs> China number two. The new surveillance techniques introduced to curb the spread. In Hangzhou, to enter a tower block, yeah. you need to have your temperature taken and registered. And you must have an app on your phone into which you input your name, temperature, recent travel, and ID number. 
An app, you say? An app with your temperature and recent travel, you say? Mm. Remember the story we did on this show a couple of weeks ago about Google trying to make their way into the medical industry? And they need an app. They're lobbying the government right now to get uh, access to your personal health records in exchange for a free coronavirus test. So this is what they're doing. They're saying, we will give you a coronavirus test if you give us access to your personal health records. Well, I hear Google is working on something. They're working on an app of some description, but you know, there's this constitutional thing. The information generates a color code. In Hangzhou, to go out of the community or to public activities, you need to have a green code. The app is not compulsory, ladies and gentlemen. Get this out of your conspiratorial heads, you sick Alex Jones-like monsters. You don't, it's not compulsory, it's optional. You opt into the app. Of course, if you don't have the app, you can't go outside. This green, yellow, or red. <laughs> Frozen Asian in the chat. Everyone please trust a China. They're like a panda, they're friend. <laughs> China is like a big curry panda. You trust a China now. You trust a China now, or you don't go outside. You motherfucker. <laughs> code is automatically decided through the system. It uses big data to decide. Oh good, automatically decided through the system. We don't even need human doctors anymore. Decide whether you've been to affected districts or come into contact with those people. Fuck off. But what if you're well and get a red code anyway? Well, I guess I'll just have to put in a complaint to head office. But what if I'm perfectly healthy and I get a red code? Surely I would, I've got rights. <laughs> Surely I'm allowed to just walk around. I mean, I'm not even sick. I'm not a danger to public health. If I get a red code and I'm healthy, surely I should be able to just put in a complaint to head office, write them an email and they'll get right back to me and they'll fix me up. No problem. We're going to do it so much better. This man says he self-isolated while visiting Anhui province near Wuhan and back home in Shanghai. But there's no way to challenge the technology. <laughs> Our office building here, you need to register. You need to show the code to demonstrate that you're healthy. So when See? It's not compulsory. You opt in. Of course, if you don't opt in, you can't work anymore. You can't go to your job. You can't leave your house. You can't be out on the street. So we recommend strongly that everybody opt in and do not complain. Don't complain. You know, China is like a big panda, a big curry panda. You trust the China now. When I was read, the nothing, and we never get anything wrong. Remember the words of the, remember the words of the Israeli Security Department, ladies and gentlemen. We don't make mistakes. <laughs> There was no way I could go to the office and work. No. I didn't do anything. Then after two or three days, I looked and suddenly it was green. I don't know why, but I think that although it's not really reasonable, it is still a preventative measure. But few know exactly how their data is being used. We actually looked at the back-end code uh, that the, the 
app was running. And ah, good. An American voice. You could see is the moment that a user gives it permission um, to access data, it immediately sends uh, a, a function that says report info and location to police. Um, and then we looked into it and the police were a key developer of the product as well. And so from that you can tell that the data is basically being sent back to, to the police uh, the moment somebody actually uses the app. I, I, I don't know about you, but I feel a hell of a lot safer. Don't you feel safe? In some 200 Chinese cities, you now need a green code to get on public transport. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are coming for us big time. They are coming for us big time. <laughs> don't worry. It's not compulsory. The code is not compulsory. You do not need an app. But if you want to go anywhere and work and make a money, you need the app. Without it, you can do almost nothing. Good, good. Fuck them. No, We've got to put saving lives here. The crisis should go to waste. The coronavirus has given the Chinese Communist Party an opportunity to increase state surveillance. Not just the Chinese Communist Party, uh, apparently. Also, Singapore is doing tremendous things, I hear. And other countries as well, they're doing very well. But we're going to do it so much better. Knowing that most people will be more worried about... I hear they've got, I hear they've got this thing down in Australia, they're going to start tracking people. I think it started in some Asian country, probably Singapore, definitely not China. Wouldn't be there. We wouldn't do anything that China does. But if we were going to do something that China does, we're going to do it 10 times better. About the epidemic than their privacy. I'm not an expert, but if the government says this is useful, I believe them. Remember when we used to laugh? Remember when we used to laugh at other people around the world who would say, well, the government's telling me it's a good idea, therefore it must be. Fucking, what do we do now? That's us. We are the same. Like, I'm not talking about us here in this little corner of the internet. Because we're the freaks. We're the, we're the, we're the, uh, the fringe elements. But we are the same. There are people right now who, if their preferred politician comes out and makes an announcement, yes, well, we're working with big tech because it's going to make people safe, people will say, well, I don't really know what's going on. I just hope that it works out for the better because I trust this guy. And you know people in your life who say that shit right now. Today. Well, I don't really know what's going on, but I trust Scott Morrison. Therefore, I'm just going to go along with it. There are people in your life right now, ladies and gentlemen, who say, well, I don't really know what's going on. Um, I hope that it all works out okay. I really hope. I'm trying to be positive because I trust Donald Trump and he's got my back. So therefore, it can't be wrong. And at that point, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, you, call your, you can call yourself a patriot if it helps you sleep at night. You, no. At that point, you are just cannon fodder, you see, because uh, patriotism is standing up to and questioning your leaders because you love your country. It's not doing whatever your leader tells you. It's not doing whatever the politician tells you. 
in the free world, quote unquote free world, the nominally free world, that this is something that we all used to understand. It is your duty as a fucking citizen to be sceptical of the government. It is your duty as a fucking citizen to question everything. Once you find yourself saying shit like, I don't know, I hope it works out because I trust the guy, you are failing at democracy. You are failing at uh, being a member of free society. You have failed. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. <clears throat> At that point, you are, you know, you are a uniformed jackboot marching in lockstep behind the dictator. You're the same fucking guy. Well, the boss said it's a good idea, so let's go. Let's do it. I don't know any better. I trust him. You're failing at life. And you can get angry and you can say, yeah, I don't understand and stuff. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're all going to end up in the same boat anyway. So. A Chinese company has now developed facial recognition technology oh, that works even if you're wearing a mask. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. But I'll just put a mask on. I'll wear a mask. They'll never catch me. <clears throat> they now have drones, by the way. I don't know if you know this or not. I, I forget the name of the company. We covered it a couple of years ago. They now, I think the drone is called Pegasus from memory, but don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. They now have a drone that can identify you from the top down. And people, people were legitimately saying to me, well, I'll just wear a big hat. <laughs> It identifies you by how you walk from the top down. Well, I'll just wear a big hat. They'll never know what they'll never catch me. I'm gonna wear a big cowboy hat. <laughs> I'll just shoot it down. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Surface to air missiles in your bunker? What are you gonna do? It flies like above fucking planes, you idiot. <laughs> I'll just shoot it down. I'm gonna take my 44 Magnum out there and aim at the cloud, and hopefully I'll hit a drone. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna start walking like a zombie. Walk like an Egyptian. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So watch for that trend. Watch for that trend of. Media on the left and the right, politicians on the left and the right, all avoiding the stark reality that social tracing uh, programs and social tracking software being developed by the likes of Google. Remember, Google is bigger. Watch them all avoid the stark reality that this fucking shit started in China. In fact, watch them avoid the reality that everything we are doing now has already happened in China. <laughs> it's cute, isn't it? Shutting down, quarantining, social tracking, surveillance. And they our our politicians here in the West are just acting like it's their idea. Oh, we're coming up we're coming up with tremendous ideas. We're gonna do it so much better. <laughs> what do you fucking do?
What do you do? Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you what you do. You look for the positives in life. Here on this show, ladies and gentlemen, I know I, I know I batter you sometimes from time to time. I know I tend to give you the worst case scenario because obviously everything's going so well up to this point. <laughs> but fear not, dear listener. People are coming up with solutions. There are solutions to your problem. Maybe we can learn something from people. Maybe we can learn things from people in other parts of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you this story. I'm going to give you the negative, then I'm going to give you the positive. I'm going to show you how, I'm show you how smart, savvy, clean operating governments are on the verge of tackling this thing and burying it. Coronavirus is on the verge of exploding in Indonesia and 240,000 could die. Could die. This is just to give you a little bit of a background. Almost no one thinks Indonesia is handling the COVID-19 pandemic well. Guess again, because wait until you see what I've got to show you. Until early March, the government claimed it had no cases of infection, something the eccentric health minister, Terawan Argus Putrano, ladies and gentlemen, attributed to prayer. We were praying the virus away. The Home Affairs Minister urged the public to eat more bean sprouts and broccoli while President Yoko Widodo sang the praises of Jammu traditional herbal remedies. The government has been in denial. Terawan dismissed as insulting a report by Harvard University researchers saying Indonesia must have unreported cases. As recently as last Friday, another minister was still arguing the virus cannot survive in tropical climates. So everybody's getting really upset with Indonesia. Indonesia, you're not doing enough. People are dying. There's a pandemic. What the hell are you doing about it? Well, Indonesia came up with a solution, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the kind of outside the box, and the box I'm referring to is a coffin. This is the kind of outside the coffin thinking that I think we need to adopt here in the West, because let's be honest here, we're adopting all of the other shitty ideas that come out of Asia. Quarantining, <laughs> mass surveillance, big brother, dystopian nightmarish futures we're adopting all of that shit why can't we adopt the fun solutions why can't we adopt the solutions that have real impact on the ground where they're needed ladies and gentlemen i present to you the solution to the coronavirus from the the indonesian police force the police department they are i, I fucking shit you not <laughs> The Indonesian police or the Indonesian authorities are handling the social distancing guidelines by making people dress up as ghosts to scare people off the street. <laughs> Let's roll the tape. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> This is, this is doing this is fantastic. It works. Oh shit, it's grandma, run! See, this is the kind of stuff I like. This is the kind of shit I like. I'm thinking outside the box. 
Uh, Frozen Asian brings up a good point in the chat. I mean, there is also an Indian solution of curing disease by drinking cow piss. Don't worry, that's next. <laughs> like I said, we're, we're looking for positives here. We're bringing up solutions. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper in the chat. What? <laughs> yes, we are dressing people up as ghosts to scare them off the street. Yeah, ghosts do look different there. I prefer the KKK style ghosts myself. <laughs> I think that's how they bury people, like dressed like that, wrapped up in a little blanket. So I'm not sure. <laughs> T238 says, This isn't thinking outside the box. This is a near third world country. What? <laughs> you don't think this is ingenious? You don't think that this is next level? You don't think that this is a modern solution to an age-old problem? My God, man! Has the world gone topsy-turvy? Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, be serious. This is obviously very real. Be, take this seriously, please. Got to have your white face paint <laughs> to make the illusion complete. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just not believable. Okay, let's see this in action. Let's see this ultra police force in action. Hey, you sit down on your own time. So what, do they just sit around on the street? They're like scarecrows for humans. It's a cool job. $4 an hour. Hey, nobody else is working right now. You take what you're given. <laughs> Out he comes. How do they get candy? Do they get candy? Winning TV in the chat. It works flawlessly. The system works, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, we've got more solutions for you. This goes back to October last year. October last year. But some wisdom is timeless, ladies and gentlemen. In India, they have cow dung fights to ward off, to, to promote good health. So in India, you get together in a big pile of cow shit and you roll around in it and you throw it at each other. See, these are the kinds of solutions that I'm interested in. Don't give me lockdown. Don't give me surveillance. Don't give me government tracking my fucking whereabouts on my smartphone. I'm not interested in that stuff. I want freedom. And what says freedom more boldly than rolling around in a pile of cow shit? To me, nothing. This is pure freedom. India is MAGA. Let's have a look at this. Come on now. I want my freedom, baby. India. 
The kids throwing cow shit at each other, getting covered in cow shit. See, it works. A subtitle would be nice. What a shit show. Literal shit flinging. <laughs> See, people like to people like to bring up these very racist and harmful stereotypes and say things like, oh, Indians shit in the street. No, no, it's much better than that. They actually dance around in it and throw it on each other. <laughs> Don't go calling them street shitters. Call them, I don't know, shit parties. Shit celebrations. Look at this. Oh, look at that big steaming pile of freedom sitting right there, huh? <laughs> Proud to be an Indian, but at least cow shit is free. And I know I throw at my friends and I throw at my family. <laughs> Okay, ready, steady. Look at all these kids just waiting to dive in. There we go. That's some freedom right there. Knee deep in it. Pile it up. Pile it up strong. Woo! Woo! This is fantastic. <laughs> Frozen Asian in the chat. I feel like I need to change the name of my show now. It just feels inappropriate. Frozen Asian. Follow Frozen Asian for the host. Follow the host of the Sunday night shit show. <laughs> <laughs> the Indians saw Frozen. This, this fucking Asian guy is going to host a shit show. He doesn't even know what a shit show is. Look at all the shit we have here. This is tremendous shit. <laughs> we have shit, so much more shit. Ah, yeah. He's, the, this guy literally has a pile of shit on his head. <laughs> yes. Thank you to Kitty Razor for sending that one through, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Absolutely wonderful. Well, don't worry. I've still got more solutions for you. I've still got more solutions. If this doesn't tickle your fancy, because I'm, I'm sensing a vibe out there in the audience that, Boogs, we don't want to roll around in cow shit. We don't want to throw cow shit at each other. We Surely there must be another way. So, okay, we don't want, uh, hear me out here. We don't want quarantining. We, we know that. Okay, we want our freedoms back because <laughs> we're stupid Westerners. <laughs> what, you don't want to do the same thing China's doing? What the hell's wrong with you? So we don't want quarantining. We don't want lockdown. We don't want government tracking our whereabouts constantly with a social media app or a phone app or whatever the fuck they want to do. So we don't want that. We're not, we don't want uh, police dressing up as ghosts in the street to scare people away from bus stops. We don't want that, apparently. You people are very difficult to please. 
I bring you a perfectly reasonable solution from India, that being everybody get together, roll around in cow shit and throw it at each other. You don't want that, even though it's very free. So what the hell do you want? Like, maybe this will tickle your fancy. <laughs> maybe this next item will be the one that says, yes, Boogs, that's, that's the solution we need right now. Have a look at this. New cases of coronavirus are on the decline in China. Good. <laughs> really? <laughs> you can always trust that China. China uh, never make a mistake. We're always on a correct... Uh, we always have a correct uh, number. And you know... <laughs> remember the story we did of the facial recognition software at the bus stop? At the, at the train station? And we're like, this is horrible, this is next level, this is dystopian. And the guy from the Chinese government authority, the from the fucking transport department says, oh, no, we have our facial recognition software at the uh, train station because it's very convenient because sometimes people come to train station with heavy bags. <laughs> they can't get their ticket out of their pocket. <laughs> Which remains to this day my favourite government explanation for anything. We're installing a dystopian surveillance state at all public transport operations. Why? Because sometimes little old ladies carry heavy bags and they can't get their ticket out of their pocket. <laughs> so now we scan everybody's face. You scan your face and that's your ticket because sometimes people have a heavy bag. <laughs> it's the best fucking explanation ever. So people are like, what is this, R2-D2? This is the solution. I thought, Aren't you interested in solutions? Come on now. <laughs> Just, we're going to get you one of these uniforms. Let's have a look. New cases of coronavirus are on the decline in China. But some parents aren't taking any chances. Good. Before headed out to a Shanghai amusement park, the Junji family Junjis. outfitted their two-year-old son. Doesn't he look happy in there? Shanghai amusement park, <laughs> the Junji family outfitted their two-year-old. <laughs> Doesn't he look fucking impressed? <laughs> I mean, if you thought helicopter parents were bad. <laughs> He's very happy to be outside. <laughs> He's very happy to be outside in the hazmat suit. Your old son in this inflatable suit. Listen to the happy music going in the background. This is on Inside Edition, by the way. <laughs> this is very mainstream. <laughs> Laughing at a child's suffering. Yes. Yes, I am. It's not my kid. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> a little extreme. These parents Ring he's the not bell suffering. And get your cheese, man. He's not suffering. He's being protected, you piece of shit. <laughs> Don't you know the difference? Don't you know the difference between suffering and having your freedom taken away, taken away and being protected from the health crisis? My God, man, what's wrong with you? See, you're the problem. People like you are the problem. <laughs> you don't know the difference between having a good time and being safe. He's clearly being protected from stuff. Who cares if he, in the moment he doesn't think that it's cool or whatever? We're saving lives here. God, don't be so fucking selfish, bro. What, do you hate old people? <laughs> don't seem to think so. 
While other children are seen running around outside with just protective masks, this toddler is waddling around in the bulky suit, looking like a tiny astronaut. His dad says... <laughs> I love just more practical solutions. <laughs> there's a little kid, there's a little girl who walks up to him. And even though she's wearing a mask, you, you can see the horrified look on her face <laughs> through the mask. <laughs> Around outside with just protective masks. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's not a boy. That's a robot. That's a fuck. You never put me in one of those, mum. Fuck it. What the fuck is that shit? This toddler is waddling around in the bulky suit, looking like a tiny astronaut. His dad says because his son is so young and doesn't understand the potential danger of the virus, no. he can't be sure that the child won't touch his face after touching public surfaces. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Other than preventing him from blowing bubbles, the protective suit didn't seem to stop the child from enjoying his day out with his family. He had such a wonderful day. <laughs> That's such a great day in his little astronaut suit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Although it did draw stares from other families. Hey, no shit. <laughs> who may have been wondering if they forgot about Halloween. Coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> hey, don't worry. That's coming to. We're copying everything else China is doing. Why not copy that as well? <laughs> okay. What have I got here? Oh, here's another. We've found we're full of solutions. Okay, so people aren't into. I think that's the best one so far. So let's go through our checklist here. People aren't into quarantining and lockdown. People don't want the surveillance state. People don't want the government to track their movements through a smartphone app. Okay. People aren't willing to have the police dress up as ghosts to scare teenagers away from bus stops. They don't want that. People aren't willing to roll around in tons of cow shit and throw it at each other and have it go down their mouth and stuff. They're not into that for some reason. People don't want their little babies dressed up like R2-D2. People don't want to, you know, wear the silly costumes when they're out and about like fucking Bruce Willis in 12 Monkeys. <laughs> they don't want that. What about this? See, we're full of solutions here on this program, ladies and gentlemen. Let's try let's try one of these on for size. Let's see what's happening in Bolivia. Bolivia also known for being at the forefront of solutions to coronavirus. Let's see what the Bolivians are doing. Bolivian police are helping fight coronavirus by dressing as it. Now, we opened up the show today with some serious stuff. We talked about what's happening in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
On previous shows, we've spoken about how the police are taking a very authoritarian view of what's currently happening uh, happening with the coronavirus. If you were being moved on from a place, let's say you were being arrested for being outside your own home. I hope it never happens to you. Let's say you're in the UK and the police kick down your door and start demanding you answer questions and start, you know, just rummaging around your home. Let's say that happens to you, hypothetically. Would you be willing to accept draconian police state style regulations if you're police dressed like this? See, see, Kitty Razor in the chat. I kind of want Corona now. It looks pretty cool to me. That's what I'm saying. If you're riot squad members, they can have their bulletproof vest on underneath. Underneath this outfit. But if your riot squad members were tackling people to the ground, arresting them, kicking the shit out of people in the back of police cars, if they were dressed like this, could you even be annoyed? Or would you just go, oh, this is so much better. (laughs) We notice how much you spread that penal colony love. (laughs) Tickle me, COVID. (laughs) See, I think it's nice. In the future police state, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. Because we will all be essentially, we will all essentially have the mentality of children anyway by then. The police will dress up like this and the police state will be nice and cuddly. The police state will be friendly. It's keeping us safe and amused. Like a, like a citywide mobile for children. For crying children. Doing a good job. Doing God's work out there. The thin blue line. The move is aimed at promoting awareness in a visual way and reminding the public to stay at home. Get the fuck away from me! Ah! (laughs) See? Some people dress up as ghosts. Other people dress up like this. They're dancing around. They're happy. Works for me. They're educating citizens with this creativity, ladies and gentlemen. Living through this national health emergency, we have seen how convenient it is to make these little dolls. (laughs) This is the Bolivian police chief. It's very convenient to make little dolls. That involve being able to educate citizens with this creativity. And the furries save the world, Dr. S in the chat. (laughs) Oh, God, no, please, no. Imagine a world where only the furries survived. (laughs) They've got the mask built in. They're not breathing in any germs. Except, you know, the smell of sweat. And B.O. from inside their own costume, of course. But they can live with that if they're not getting the coof. (laughs) Look at the reaction from the people on the street. They don't... 
they don't really they're trying to avoid looking at it directly like it's the sun you know this one guy he's kind of got his hands in his pockets and he's looking down like what the fuck is this <laughs> oh we're educating the public okay don't touch me go get away from me <laughs> what the fuck is going excuse me what the fuck is going on what the hell is this ladies and gentlemen you know what that is? I'll tell you what that is. That's a goddamn solution right there. There you have it. So what? People still people still aren't in favour of... I'm giving you all of these solutions. And people aren't buying in. That's what it needs. It needs buy-in from the public. Okay, so we don't want lockdown. We don't want quarantining. <laughs> we don't want... We don't want lockdown. We don't want quarantining. We don't want the government tracking our smartphone data. We don't want the police dressing up as ghosts. We don't want to roll around in piles of cow shit. We don't want... What was the other thing we had? We don't want little babies being put in uh, astronaut hazmat suits. And we don't want the police dressing up like furries on the streets. So all of the solutions I'm giving you, and you are poo-pooing all of them. You are Andrew ditching them. So last solution, last potential solution for tonight's proceedings, ladies and gentlemen, the last possible solution that I can give you. Otherwise, we may as well give up and just die already. Like I said, this one was sent through by a friend of the show, JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. Follow JJ Stoner, by the way, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. What about herd immunity? You've heard this term herd immunity being thrown around recently over the last few weeks. Well, what does it mean exactly? It means don't fear the virus. Baby, don't fear the virus. Gotta catch it if you live. Don't fear the virus. Don't fear the virus. Don't change a goddamn thing. Eventually, everybody will kind of get, you know, exposed to the virus. We'll build up our antibodies and we'll live to fight another day. And we won't have to become China. We won't have to give up our freedoms. We won't have to change a goddamn thing. So let's do the herd immunity way. And what's the best way to spread herd immunity, ladies and gentlemen? It's like this. It's about tackling the challenge of Corona Chan head on, ladies and gentlemen. First, of course, you must get yourself a very festive T-shirt and a ridiculous haircut dyed blue. That's the first, that's the key. That's the first thing, to identify yourself as one of the problem solvers. Make sure you have the uh, 1979 punk haircut. <laughs> JJ said, nice. Now I get to beat your chat. Enjoy, everyone. Thank you, JJ. Thank you for this. So let's have a look at the only possible solution we have left, because I've given you all the other ones. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lick that shit. Let's just hope that that screen has been touched by somebody who's been infected. That's not enough. We need to go further. Corona challenge. Let's go. Yeah. The pole. The pole in the subway. Mm -mm -mm. That's some good eating right there. 
Ja, klar. I'm no interior design expert. <coughs> Pardon me. But judging by the judging by the tile style here, the blue tiles, the vertical rectangular pattern, it looks I'm not going to go out on a limb. It looks like a restroom. It looks like a toilet. I could be wrong. German or Austrian, something <laughs> somewhere around there. Gute Einte. It sounds German to me. Yes. Oh, yes! Sheep me. Even the guy filming. Like, geez, mate. Okay, where are we? Okay, that's you got to lick the money. Licking the money. Oh no, no, not licking it. Just putting it all in your mouth. Swallow, swallowing the money. An error caused? What? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <clears throat> Gotta see how this ends. Okay. Swallow the money. Get it down, son. All gone. All gone. I'm, sense, I'm sensing people in the chat still not on board with any of the solutions that we've proposed tonight. How, how do you think herd immunity is going to spread unless we spread it ourselves, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, we need you in this fight. Are you ready for this fight? Are you ready for this? Are you ready to fucking do this? Or are you going to be like a pussy and stay in your home and you know, close the shutters, lock the door and tremble yourself to sleep? I'm on board, bro. Thank you, Adrian. Adrian likes to skate. He's on board. Let's fucking do this. Let's go. We, we need, somebody needs to be the first one over the fence. Somebody needs to be the first one out of the ditch, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody has to take a stand here. Nobody wants to do the social tracking. Nobody wants to do the surveillance. Nobody wants to do the lockdown. They don't want to roll around in piles of cow shit. We've got to do something. Otherwise, we're just waiting around in our home, waiting for somebody else to do something. But I ask, why somebody else? Why not me? And you should be asking, why not me? Why can't I be the vehicle for change? <laughs> Old Man Rasta says, I take the noose instead, thanks. No, that's not an option. We need you on the we need you on the ground. Okay, how about this? What if we put you in the noose in the noose first? We kill you, and then we cut your tongue out and start wiping it around on stuff. Will you be okay with that? Will you take that down? <laughs> Irrational times in the chat. Lockdown is over if you want it. <laughs> you gotta want it. You gotta want it. How much do you want this? <laughs> Swallow that cash. Oh, shiba, du hast mir sein. Ja, liebe Füchse, das war's mit der Corona Challenge. Lasst euch nicht The Corona Challenge. verarschen. In diesem Sinne, für alle Münchner Füchse habe ich hier noch ein paar Ötigang-Sticker. Okay, Wer sich kostenlos Corona 
Yeah, nice. Get involved in the Corona challenge. Lick a sticker and put it around everywhere. <laughs> start licking. Start getting everybody else to get involved in the Corona challenge, whether they want to or not, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. The solution, finally. I thought. I, I think we finally found one where everybody can be on board, don't you think? I don't know about you, but certainly a lot. It's preferable to me than uh, lockdown, having a rifle stuffed in your back, uh, shoved in your back, mass surveillance. Thank you for coming. I see I'll you see now. It's certainly preferable to me than rolling around in piles of your own shit. I'm not necessarily a fan of that. So if we can get if we can get our licking patriots on board, ladies and gentlemen, start going around licking, spreading that herd immunity, then I think we can only win. And I won't I won't get sick of winning unless of course I die in the process. So thank you to JJ Stoner for sending us that. With that, ladies and gentlemen, it brings us to the end of tonight's broadcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. Thank you to everybody who contributed tonight on DLive, DLive.tv slash boogie bumper. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to lick my poll, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Don't forget to follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Irrational Times, thank you once again for the amazing intro. Uh, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, Nightwave Radio later on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You've also got Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, Winning TV, who's in the chat. Give Winning TV a follow. Uh, Rusty, the Iceman, double four, double three. Frozen Asian, host of the Sunday night shit show, soon to be renamed the second biggest pile of shit on the internet. Frozen Asian's got a lot of work to do in the branding department after seeing our Indian patriots there enjoying freedom over in India. So much to do in so little time. UK Neil as well, give him a follow. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night, same time at 6pm, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, stay calm, stay... Oh, don't forget Kimmy as well, why censored? Until tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.